Social Media Serenity Podcast, episode number 104. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to talk about social media sites like Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, and whatever else is thrown at us. And of course, we always talk about it from the perspective of how can we use these effectively to build real relationships, to promote our services and products or brand or whatever the case may be, but not get sucked into spending our every single waking moment on these services. There you go. And Eric has left the building. Eric? Hello, Eric? We have lost Eric right at the beginning of the show, no doubt. Uh, so Eric is now gone. Hmm. Right here. Oh, there you are. I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, welcome back. I was sitting here like, you can't hear me. I can hear you. You you completely dropped off there for a minute. I don't know. I don't know what happened. So anyway, Eric, uh, that's what we're here to do. And today we've got plenty of stories. And I think probably one of the uh, biggest stories is what I will consider to be a Facebook copycat move on, on Google+. What do you think? Well, the thing is, I'm not going to call it that because... Even before Google Plus did the whole, well, you can share with just these people or just these people, Facebook had already done that. Yeah, that's true. This is just a reiteration of it. I know. But it, it, it sure does seem like... Rant buzzkill. Yes, I, I know. I know. <laughs> well, well, I wasn't a rant. I was, just, I was just saying, boy, it came out right at the same time that Google Plus did theirs. And while they may have been working on it for months and months and months, I think they pushed it out finally because of Google plus. Oh yeah. But uh, the, anyway, so, so this is the Facebook privacy. It's, it's kind of like an update to fi- Facebook privacy change. Um, and that just like in Google plus, you can share things with only certain circles. You know, you could always do this on Facebook. Anyway, you could say, Hey, here's a status update. Now this is public. It's, it's uh, only with friends and stuff like that. But now what they're going to allow you to do is that, you know, you've got all these different groups that you can belong to. And so their groups are kind of like their circles. Would you agree with that statement? Yeah. So, so basically on, on Google plus they're called circles on Facebook, they're called groups. And now you can actually share or post information to share with people in your groups uh, alone, whereas, um, you know, you couldn't do that before it, you'd have to, it's either everybody or just your friends, but now you're going to be able to do it with groups. The other thing that I think is interesting, there are a couple other new changes. One is that, um, from what I understand, they're going to have like a, an ability for you to go in and pu- and to like change the different views of your Facebook profile. So, uh, I, for example, I can say, okay, what does this look like if just an average person who's not connected to me in any way on Facebook, the public, you know, out on the web, how, how does my profile look to them? And you can see what information shows. And then you can say, okay, show me what it looks like as a friend. Did you hear about this change? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think that's pretty interesting. I, I'm looking forward to seeing that rolled out unless it, you're going to tell me it's already rolled out. I'm not sure that it's rolled out yet. Yeah. 
I heard something about they were going to release this update to the to one percent of their users and then slowly, you know, roll it out to everybody else. Wow, one percent of Facebook is still a lot of people. It's, it's a lot of people, exactly. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, some other things. What what other things are you excited about? There's a couple more uh, features with this Facebook privacy, you know, change that they're doing. I like that you can you'll be able to change who can see an update after it's already been posted. Okay, so you put something out in public, uh, and then you can take it away. You can, yeah. You well, you could always just delete it. But what if you don't want to delete it? You just want to rest. Oh wait. I didn't want to post that to everyone. I'm going to restrict that from to just this group. Question about that. You know, it's like I I, I guess I understand it, but ha, is that a feature that you've been missing at all? I mean, not not for me. Not for you. No. You, th- but do you think there's? But some- I think it's a good idea. Okay. I think it allows us to have more granular chain or uh, control over you know, the fine, the little details. So basically you put out something in public and then all of a sudden you get a bunch of flack over it. And it's like, you know what? Forget that. I'm only going to share this with my, you know, my fraternity brothers, you know, and, and so you, you restrict it to just that group. Okay. Or just family even. or just family. Yes, exactly. So yeah, I, I can, I guess I can see that. And that way you don't have to delete it, re-upload it and share it only with a small group of people. So I guess it's a, it's a value added feature. My favorite new feature that they're going to add is about tagging. Tell me what they are changing with tagging. Well, you're going to be able to change um, an, the indication of when a tag appears on your wall. In other words, what, what used to happen is somebody tags you, it would show up on your wall that you were tagged, and, and actually even in like your friend's news feeds possibly, uh, that you were tagged in this photo. Um, but now you'll be able to see who tagged you, ask them not to tag you, or even send a message to the photo owner asking them to take the photo down. Right. I think this is good because I, you know, there, there are some photos of me that I'm like, I really don't want that photo. I mean, it's like, it's just not a good photo of me. And, and it's a, it's a side profile. It's showing my bald spot, you know, and all this other stuff. You know, it, it just, it's like, that's just not a good photo of me. And now all of a sudden, because they tagged me, it's front and center at the top of my profile. Boom. Right there for the world to see. And I'm like, yeah, seriously? I, I unfortunately, I, I think that we should be more given a little bit more control over what photos just automatically populate those ones that show up right on the, the wall right up top. Yeah, I think we should be able to just choose those. Other, yeah, I think you should. Well, you can't like on a Facebook page, uh-huh. you can go and you can have your preferred like likes. Wow. Okay. So like, for example, um, I've, I've created the, the official Indiana Wesleyan University Facebook page. But then we've got other pages as well. And I've liked more than just those other different official pages. So what I've done is is gone through and you can select which ones are the ones that show up on the side as the five that'll show up and rotate. So I want to do that with pictures on my personal profile. Exactly. That would be nice. Without having to hit X on all the ones I don't want to show up. Now, is this going to be automatic to where this, you know, where if like Eric, you take a picture of me during a meetup or something like that or a conference and you post it and you tag, you go to tag me, do I need to go and turn anything on, do you think, or to keep you from tagging me and immediately showing that photo at the top of my profile page? I'm pretty sure that with most things with Facebook, as usual, 
you're going to be opted in and you're going to have to go into your settings and click something that says, don't let anybody tag me until, or notify me when someone tries to tag me and then, and then I'll make that a pop up it. it or deny it or something. Yeah. Gotcha. Anything else in this? I, I know there were a couple changes, so. Well, it also says that when you add a, ta- when you, no, when someone wants to add a tag to a photo that you've posted, you can block that tag, block all tags, or take the photo down entirely. Nice. So a little more control over your own pictures you post. Very and people cool. tag themselves in that. So a lot of things changing over there for Facebook and, um, you know, giving you a little bit more control. Some other things going on in the world of Facebook, I, I, and I, this is news to me, so I'm going to rely on you heavily here to explain me, explain me, explain to me what's going on with uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, they tried to buy them, apparently. I, okay. I had not heard of this, but I read it last night. Facebook tried to buy Instagram. And, did, and it didn't work. It, so basically, Instagram said, no, thank you. Yeah. Wow. Which I, which I think, you know what? Good on them. You think so? I, I do, because I think enough people are using it. I don't know. I, I would be afraid, if I was Instagram, I would be afraid of Facebook buying me that I would lose control over doing the thing that I'm doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, because, I, because here's the thing. Instagram is connected to not just Facebook. You can post to Twitter. You can post to Tumblr. You can post to, post to Facebook as well and i'd be worried about it becoming just a facebook app yeah I, that that makes sense um well i i'd say good on them because obviously they're putting their their love and pride in their project above money because right. obviously they believe in what they're doing because i'm thinking no number are, first of all do you use instagram i'm starting to use it more i used to use it at first Mm-hmm. And then stopped, and now I've started using it again because it's just kind of cool. Yeah. It gives me idea, visual ideas. I try to take a picture. Um, you know, I try to take more pictures with my iPhone now that I've got a better camera on it with the the four, mm-hmm. and that really made a difference for me as far as feeling like yeah it was worthwhile using. I it, I don't understand the fascination with Instagram. Um, I, I mean, I, I tried it for a while. I looked, I, I was logging in and a couple days a week and, you know, f- thumbing through the people that I follow on there and, and I would share a photo here and there and stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I just didn't understand the fascination of it. And, and I kind of th- feel like, man, Instagram has, you know, they really did have like an overnight kind of success story. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, how long is this going to last? Because, you know, there there were tons of these little apps that do filters and stuff like that before. Obviously, it added the social component. Right. But and, and, and I'm not questioning, you know, its coolness factor right now. The, 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 it's obviously cool. I mean, you're using it more. Other yeah, people even are if using you it. don't get it, others are, I mean, well, not get it. But even if you don't feel like it's an awesome thing, a lot of people do. Exactly. And a enough lot of people do. Exactly. Enough people do right now. But this isn't something I, I I don't know personally, and and maybe it's just because I don't use the service and I don't think it's it's as cool as everybody else. But in my mind, I see it being cool, very popular, very you know top of mind for everybody today. But I don't see it last. I don't I don't think you know, and I could be completely wrong. But I just don't see people using Instagram in three years from now. 
I don't know. I, I mean, not not like like um, nobody will use it. <clears throat> I mean, if it's around, it's around. But I just I, I see I just don't see it becoming its own social network that that stands up against Facebook, Google Plus, and all this other stuff. And and some people might argue, well, it doesn't need to. But you know, I I, I just wonder if because I don't know. I don't know. I, I I think there's still room for a lot of these smaller social networks that do a unique thing well. I think it, it fits into that group. I mean, what I mean, the thing is, is it is it Android yet? That's the key piece they need to do, and and I have a really big reason why they need to do that. But I will sh- save that for a uh, another story we're going to talk about in a little bit. Okay. Well, m- my feeling is that they they need to do something quick because right now it's it's only iPhone. And it's not going to be long before Facebook will decide to. Uh, well, wait a second. I'm looking at your. Well, that's note what now. it says. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, it's not going to take long for the other for Twitter and Facebook to start adding the ability to do filters, and 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 include the functionality that it makes you know Instagram cool. And I I think that once that becomes available on Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus. And it already has all the social components and and everything. I think I think the 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 interest in Instagram will slowly fade away. Kind of like you know I don't know about you, but I'm considering as soon as the you know the iPhone apps and everything like that for Twitter are updated, I'm I'm not going to use TwitPic anymore or YFrog. I'm going to start using the official Twitter picture sharing thing. Yeah, I mean, you pick the best of what's available, and what's available is going to change. So, yeah. and so, if I was, if I would imagine, if I was a a regular uh, Instagram user, and one of the things that I really liked about Instagram was the filters. If Twitter all of a sudden included filters, or you know, or I could do filters, you know, with maybe some of the third party applications for Twitter, by golly. It, it stores all of that on the Twitter servers, and I, I think I might be tempted to move away from Instagram, especially when Android users and and BlackBerry users and I and Windows Phone Seven users and all those other people can do these kind of things, and we can share it, and it's it's not limited to just the iPhone and Instagram. Yeah, and and I can do it via the web even. That see, that's the other thing they're missing is is you know you can't just upload stuff right from the web into Instagram. Yeah. 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 No, I, I had to think about that for a second because I know I've seen like an Instagram type. I thought there was one that was like a Mac app that was touted itself as the Instagram photo editor for your desktop. Can't yeah. remember what it is, but right. But it, you can't, but up- it's not Instagram. You it, can't it, upload those to that. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But so, here's the thing. It, with this new story itself, where Facebook wanted to buy them and then, and since they didn't get them, that they're going to add these Instagram-like features. And see, that's a key, key feature or a key uh, notation right there, that, they're, that a lot of people are calling these type of filters Instagram-like. Yeah. So As, it's almost... They're an you know, adjective they, now. Right. So that's, again, another reason why I think they've got some staying power. But anyway... Facebook adding these filters to their Facebook app for when you take pictures with the Facebook app, I'm not necessarily going to use that because I don't want to just take the picture through my Facebook app and share it to Facebook. I'm going to take a picture, make it look good, and then share it everywhere. Right. 
not just Facebook. So them adding this to Facebook isn't necess- the Facebook app isn't necessarily going to make me use it for that reason. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, Facebook is in the news again. <laughs> Imagine that. And I am shocked to hear that they are actually killing Facebook places. They're shutting it down. Yeah, thanks, Facebook, for making me work so hard to get control of my own Facebook place for work for about a month and a half and then now killing it. So is it gone already? It's not gone. I think what's going to happen is that they are going to... You know what? I'm going to go check because maybe it is gone. <laughs> um, what they're doing is is they're, they're literally not going to promote this as a you know checking in here or there, but they will still allow you to tag your location when you post that you when you post on Facebook with a mobile device. Okay. So you're still going to have some of the functionality, but not really the whole, "Hey, I'm at such and such. I've checked in here how many times?" And yeah, I'm still seeing locations out there. Okay. So So Mary is in our chat room and she says all I can say is Foursquare wins. And then Kim says, "Yay, Foursquare victory." And, it really does. And and I would say, you know, maybe so. This is something that is, again, news to me, uh, thanks to you putting this into the show notes, but it looks like uh, President Obama has joined Foursquare. Mm-hmm. All right. So what what's this all about? Is this, well, is this so he can go on his campaign trail and people knows where he's checking in? I wonder. I mean, that's, I wonder about the security of that. Yeah. Where if everybody knows where the president is at any given time, I mean, how often is he going to check in? Well, here's the question. It, you know, it, it's so funny that the very first thing you say is like, oh, my gosh, this person, who cares if it's the president or not? There's a person out there checking in, telling everybody exactly where they're going to be. Well, well is not that a security concern for your wife or your, anybody else or even yourself? Well, yeah, but I, what I was talking about was like a matter of somebody that's that high profile that yeah. people would want to attack. We've had presidents be assassinated. You know what I mean? No, so it's I like, know. I what know. if JFK was logging in on Foursquare? They'd know right where to. Anyway. Yeah. Too, too soon? Yeah. <laughs> so, so me, you know, how, I wonder how, did you read the story? I did not. Well, I'm, I'm actually looking at his Foursquare page right now. It says it, it's showing different places. Well, first he's of all, the, the White House is now on Foursquare, so you can check in at the White House on Foursquare. Nice. Uh, let's see here. The White House is now on Foursquare. Uh, the White House says that it will be posting tips about the president's visits around the country as he embarks on an economic bus tour across the Midwest. Uh, so they're going to put some tips in there. Uh, let's see here. So the White House will also be creating check-in locations for different presidential events. Okay, so basically what they're going to do is they're going to create uh, locations for events that he's host where he will be. Right. All right. So, I mean, it's it's really posting that an event location to check into on Foursquare is really no different than telling the press that, hey, you know, uh, he's going to be over here at this fundraiser. Hey, he's talking to these people on this day and this time. I mean, this is all public knowledge anyway. It's all, yeah, it's all stuff that's already out there. So, so it sounds to me like what they are going to do is they're simply going to create official four square location check-ins for these if, events. If there's not one already. Well, yeah, actually, that's one of the other news pieces we've not 
it's not in our show notes, but um, I read somewhere that Foursquare is actually creating event check-ins now. So you don't have to create a, you know, a location. Like, for example, we were at uh, PodCamp Nashville together. Yes. And it was at the Cadillac Ranch. Yes, yeah, so we all had so, to check into Cadillac Ranch. Yeah, and then you'd maybe shout, hey, I'm at PodCamp Nashville. Well, then somebody else also that day in Cadillac Ranch created a location right there at Cadillac Ranch called PodCamp Nashville 2011 or whatever it was. Right. And so, but that's not a location. It's an event. So now they actually have a distinction at Foursquare between the two? There, there will be. Okay. They will give the ability to create an event check-in instead of a location check-in. That makes a, that makes perfect sense. You know, let me tell you who I think is going to benefit from this the most are bands. You know, it, it there I mean, can you imagine it's like, you know, this is the way that you show your true devotion to your your favorite band is that, you know, hey, look, I I checked in, you know, I'm a true Grateful Dead fan. I I checked in at 37 different events that they did this year. Oh yeah. You know? Well, and then that's the way that, um, like, for example, somebody running the event can create the event on Foursquare, and then they manage that event and can say, hey, the 50th person to check in here gets something, or, you know what I mean? It would be cool if event... Give a deal to that, checking into that event, not the location. Okay, here, here's the other thing, and tell me if this is already there, because I, I just hardly ever use Foursquare, but um, it would be cool that as an event planner you know, somebody that that owns one of these events or, or creates these events for people. Um, it would be cool if I could create my own badge. Like, you know, if I could create like a super, you know, gspn.tv, you know, dedicated plus member or something like that. And these are the, you've checked into three different gspn.tv meetups and now you get a badge or something. I think it costs money, but I think it's already possible. Oh, cool. So. Very cool. Alrighty. Um, I'll tell you what, did you feel the earthquake this week? I didn't feel a thing. I didn't either, which is, is sad. Cause I, 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 I of course that's crazy to say that because, um, you know, I, I was, I was like a year ago, I think we had an earthquake here and I, I can't remember how long ago it was, but, uh, it was in, it was late at night and by golly, I remember standing up in my house and feeling like I was on a surfboard. And, uh, it was really, really weird, mm-hmm. but, um, I heard about an earthquake and of obviously the place where I heard about it first was Twitter. What about you? Same here. Same thing. Twitter, yeah. not Facebook, not Google plus Twitter, Twitter. Yeah. Still Twitter's the, the one place, of course there, I saw a cartoon that was out yesterday where they put out like an official public world warning that uh, says, listen, the first thing you do when you feel an earthquake is not to tweet about it, but, you know, <laughs> seek safety, you know, cause, and it's funny because I'm sitting there, I'm reading tweets of people. It's like, wow, my apartment is shaking. And it's like, wait a second, you, you're in a big city, tall buildings and you're inside your apartment and you're tweeting <laughs> about this thing. And uh, the news story is that the actual tweets about the earthquake actually traveled faster than the earthquake. Wow. So there were people who were reading like, you know, a couple states away. They're reading uh, all these different tweets about, oh, my gosh, this earth. I just, you know, we just had an earthquake. And then all of a sudden they're reading the tweet. And then all of a sudden it's like, 
oh, now I'm having an earthquake. I'm experiencing this <laughs> earthquake. And so they, they read about it on Twitter before it happened for them personally. That's pretty wild. That's crazy. That is crazy. All righty. So uh, speaking more on Twitter, activity streams, uh, are they live yet? I don't see it. I don't see it either. And to be honest, I, I mean, it's going to do away with your at mention column. Mm-hmm. At least on... See, I wonder... So that just raised an interesting question in my mind. This is something that's going to be happening on Twitter.com, but how does that affect then all the different API devices that are, you know? Right. Is there going to not ever be now in my Osphora on my iPhone an app mentions column? It's now going to be an activity column? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I hope there's an easy way for... I, I think there'll still be a sub-menu maybe of... of activity where you can still see people just what people are saying to you like for example if i'm not mistaken there's some there's some, like for example okay so like retweets on the main homepage right now if you hover over hover over mentions and it doesn't do anything but look at retweets and then there's a little drop down arrow right and then it shows you retweets by others retweets by you your tweets that have been retweeted Mm-hmm. And then you've got searches. It's got a drop down. So I would imagine activity stream will have a drop down and then you're still going to be able to see just at mentions. Actually, if you look at the uh, screen captures, that's not what they're doing, though. Oh, huh. there's a if you look at it, you go down below. Um, and I'm waiting for this to load because I just hit it to open it again. OK. And. Um, you go down to the screen caps under the text of the article, and it shows you what it will look like. Okay. And yeah, right. Yeah, okay, I see the activity. Timeline and then at you, and it's yeah. going to be all the different random different things. So it's all the at mentions, favorites, follows, and more, and your tweets. Ah, okay. You see what I'm saying? It's like they're going to show, you know, 10 people followed you, these people favorited this tweet, this person replied to you, or, you know, at mentioned you. And so on. Yeah. So that's not. That's not I don't, cool. I don't know if I like that. No, I, I kind of like the fact that it will show us who's favorited our tweets, though. Yeah. Because that's kind of nice. You and know, it kind of gives you an indication of which tweets get more favorites. Yeah, I get I, I have a boxcar. And so See, I, I, that's what I've been doing, too. I, I actually turned that on and I'm now seeing more people when they favorite my tweets. It's like, oh, that's cool. A little self-esteem booster. Right. <laughs> very cool so yeah the, and so yeah I, I don't know we'll 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 see of course it's not turned on for me yet it doesn't look like it's turned on for you so we'll have to wait to see what it looks like before we use it you know i what I, did i tell you that i'm now using uh the official twitter app on my desktop on uh the mac no you haven't i have completely converted to that i mean now i still go to the web quite a bit Right. Uh, but uh, a majority of my stuff, I, I've got keyboard shortcuts now. So I, I have like, um, for me, it's um, uh, uh, it's command apostrophe. It, I changed I changed the you know the command codes for something that works for me personally. But a command apostrophe will at any moment in time bring up my Twitter timeline window. And of course, I've got all the multiple accounts. And if I do command forward slash or the the question mark key uh, i can actually do it opens up a new tweet and it and it does a new tweet automatically based upon the account that's currently activated in the sidebar of the of the app 
And so, uh, you know, with my extreme tweeting that I do, of course, I haven't been extreme tweeting very much. I've been so busy. <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess it's a good thing, though. Um, I'll get back to it um, anyway. But I, I have I've been using the desktop Twitter application and absolutely loving it. So what do you, I, I've been using it for a long time. What do you what do you like about it? Um, I, well, I love that, uh, you know, I, I basically here's what I love about it. I can be doing anything. I can be in my email inbox and then I hit command question mark. Of course, it's technically command forward slash and it pulls up a new thing. And it's like I'm talking on SMS right now about this. And then I hit command enter and boom, I didn't, I didn't have to go use my mouse to go open up an application to move things around. I didn't type something and then have to hit, you know, you know, send it's literally, and and I'm going to do this again. And of course it's my extreme account. So I'm just going to do command forward slash. This is way too easy. Command enter. Boom. I just sent out two tweets just like that, right from my keyboard. Uh, It's, it's just out it's just amazing how easy it is yeah because it's tied into the os exactly and uh and, and i love it i love it I, I love it because um it's 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 a single it's a single column and so you know multiple columns sometimes just overwhelm me and so i love that it's single column and i it's very easy for me to tw- switch between the accounts to see what accounts have at replies and so i can just hit uh command uh command uh, apostrophe and that brings it up and I can easily see that right now that at GSPN has an has a at reply right there and so uh, I can just click on it and click on it again it says uh, it was actually you've been retweeted by Dave Woodson who says going live with at GSPN on social media serenity April's tweeted that she's listening to us right now and so uh, yeah I, I just love just the simplicity of of how easy it is to make it you know just I can simply do um, command apostrophe, boom, I see the timeline, command apostrophe, boom, it's gone. Anytime I want throughout the day. And and just to be able to just quickly send a tweet with two keystrokes, I love it. Cool. So completely converted uh, and it's taken me off of the twitter.com interface quite a bit and I haven't opened up TweetDeck in weeks. <laughs> So text more for, for people who want lots of different lists and searches to all pop up when they need to. Yeah. For real. And I, so I, that's what I do it for. Hey, um, I am, uh, doing some interesting things. Um, you know, six weeks ago, hunger, ga- uh, go do me a favor, go to twitter.com slash hunger games pod. Uh, we couldn't get, fi- I couldn't fit hunger games podcast. But uh, tell me how many followers that has in just a second once you pull it up. And I will tell you that six weeks ago before I started doing what I'm doing, uh, six weeks ago, I had 137 followers. So in six weeks, tell me where I am today. You are at 1,926 followers. Uh Uh-huh. How awesome is that? What's your secret? Um, Check this out. before, (laughs) Before I tell you my secret... Um, I will tell you, I'm going to read a screenshot here. This is, this comes from Stephanie Cagnia. All right. Uh, at Cag Ninja, by the way. And she says at hunger games pod, thanks for following me. Now I am listening to your first podcast. 
happens all the time. Happens all the time. So you, I'm going to give you a, a Twitter tip um, for how to s- choose who to follow and and to to get the highest rate of follow backs. And what you what I did is I went to the official Hunger Games Twitter account, uh-huh. and I may, and and I go in and I follow people who are following the official Hunger Games. Now, before I do that, of course, I created a specific account just for the Hunger Games podcast. I obviously, if you go to hung, uh, twitter.com slash Hunger Games pod, you look at the background. I, I've got a very nice background that just, you know, just reeks of awesomeness when it comes to, you know, putting you in the mood and the feel of the story. I've got my professional, very high quality graphic artwork. I've got, um, a good uh, profile that says this is a fan podcast devoted to the Hunger Games series produced by, and of course I am promoting my other Twitter accounts at GSPN and at Full Time Mom. I've got the link, a short link to iTunes, and I also have uh, a short link to a Hunger Hunger Games discussion group on GSPNCommunity.com, and the URL is HungerGamesPodcast.com. So all of these people who are following the official hunger games twitter id every time i follow a majority of them are getting an email saying hey hunger games pod just started to follow you and it's got all of this stuff about my bio and they read about it and boom the next thing you know it's like hey that sounds pretty interesting i would love to check out a podcast devoted to the hunger games and we're adding probably about 200 to 500 new subscribers um a week right now to that podcast and a, and a good majority of them is coming from our Twitter, our Twitter strategy or my Twitter strategy. That's a good strategy. Yes, it is. It's fun stuff. It's good. And not to mention the fact that uh, uh, twitter.com slash GSPN uh, six weeks ago had 2000 some odd subscribers or followers. And today it's got more. <laughs> Yeah, that's more. Jeez, <laughs> you've about doubled since the last time I looked. I have doubled. Jeez. Yes. So uh, mine's, it, mine's getting up there finally. Yeah, and uh, and you know, same same deal. You know, Those I, numbers are all that matter. <laughs> it, no, it's not. It's it's not numbers. It's it's about um, you know extending your brand to people who would be interested in you. And so obviously, Pat Flynn and I do a lot of work together, and we talk about each other quite a bit. And so what happens is, um, you know, I went in and said, you know, hey, if you're following Pat Flynn, chances are Pat Flynn's been talking a lot about me. I talk to Pat Flynn a lot on Twitter. And so I go in and I follow people who follow Pat Flynn. And because Pat Flynn, you know, they, it's, I follow people and, and I get seriously, I get direct messages or at replies. Hey, at GSPN, thank you for the follow. I just, you know, I've been following you ever since I heard or I've been listening to your podcast ever since, you know, Pat had you on his podcast or something, you know, or, hey, I love the interview on your on Pat's podcast. Thanks for the follow. And so, yeah, it, it, it it's working. Cool. Good stuff. All right. Um, let's see here. What's next on our list? What about Twitter pro? Okay, speaking of Twitter dot com. What do you think about the recent images being added to your profile? I don't know. It's kind of, well, it kind of looks like what Facebook has with the, you know, five photos that are up at the top of your 
Facebook profile. Except that you can't do anything about it. Right. You can't say, no, I don't want this one. Well, I suppose you can. If you decide to go delete that tweet, it probably wouldn't show up. Um, you know what? I What in the world? Let's go here. Uh, Eric. Yes. J. Hello. Fisher. I, I'm, no, I'm. Okay. Pulling, sorry. I thought you couldn't hear me again. No, no, no. I, I was pulling up your picture. Okay. So anyway, um, here, let's, I'm going to hit view all. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> gotcha. All right. But anyway, I, I'm looking. I've got a picture of uh, Daniel. I, you know what? Maybe did I put that on there? Yeah, I guess I did do that tweet. Oh, so yeah, you can delete the tweet. That, it's based on the tweets you tweet. It's not somebody else. Okay, so okay, so just because they put a picture and put at GSPN doesn't put it there for me. Yeah. And so I can so actually the tweet, delete. The ones I'm seeing on my profile are ones I know I tweeted. All right, so I, I'm or retweeted, or th- that's the, okay. That's what got me. Okay, that's what got me. Is so I retweeted, or no, I didn't retweet. I at replied somebody, or did I retweet? Well, as long as the image link is in a tweet that you've tweeted, whether it's a retweet or an at reply that still contains it, yes, it's going to go through here. So that's where it happens. So basically, I've got a picture of Carrie Wilkerson's daughter in a in a soccer suit in my recent images, mm-hmm. and I'm like why do I have a picture of a little girl in, in my thing? And that, that's why. And it says at barefoot executive, here's a pic, you know, link to picture. Hey, wait, she has shoes on, you know, her brand is that she's the barefoot executive. And she right. had said something. I can't remember what she said, but she says, here's, you know, uh, barefoot baby, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I said, Hey, wait, she's got shoes on. So anyway, so now I, I guess I can delete that tweet and get rid of that. And uh, so that that's a pain that I have to go in and delete the things I don't want up there. And, you know, like right now, the <laughs> the number one image on my profile page is a picture of a piece of paper with dog poop on it. I know what that is. Because <laughs> I, I was glad wondering. I didn't retweet that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, do you really want a picture of dog poop on your your profile page? And so now I'm I'm questioning should I delete should I delete that should I delete that image although I really wanted to share it with my followers but I don't want right. it to be a static image until I tweet three other ones or four other ones <laughs> right. to knock it off the home page but I mean it's a funny picture you know I was walking through a neighborhood there's a piece of paper with a pile of dog crap on it, it says please pick up after your dog I have a dog and if he pooped in your yard I would pick it up and so I thought that was a funny picture. And I put that just past the sign while on my walk. I loved it. Way to get your message out there. And then it was a link to the image. But I just don't want that to be on my Twitter profile page. Yeah, you should be able to tell them in here. And when you click on the... See, here's the thing. They're mis, it's miss... Mm, I don't want to say misappropriation. Misrepresentation. That's probably the word. Because when you, when you, on, if you're on your profile or someone else's for that matter, and it says recent images, if you click view all, uh-huh. it takes you to a page where it lists them all in little squares, like iPhoto basically. Yeah. Recent images by Eric J. Fisher. No, sorry. Not all these images are by me. Right. Yep. That's true. So you should be able to in here turn 
you know, say, okay, don't show this one, don't show this one, don't show this one. Yeah. That's back to that thing again with. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't. Everybody look- wants to do photos, but nobody's doing it exactly right. Yeah, well, I, I, I want to just say that for the record, this one irritates me like crazy and they need to fix it. Yeah, because I'm looking through here and I'm seeing screen screenshots and things. Yep. It's like, that's ugly. That's dumb. That's. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, some, I mean, it's, and it, some of them aren't mine. Exactly. And, and, it, and it does, I mean, it bothers me that they're in the archive, but what really bothers me is that now I'm going to share less pictures on Twitter. Yeah. Cause you don't want it to show up. I don't want this, you know, I, I don't want this to stay Forever. on my profile page until I have four more pictures. So maybe you take more, so maybe you share more pictures. See, that's the, that's the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. Some people will say, Okay, well, I'm not sharing any because I don't want them to show up there. Well, others will say, well, I'll just need to remember I need to share more so that the ones that I don't want to sit there for long yeah. get shuffled through. But still, you can click view all and it still attributes them to me. Yeah, and, and I don't... That's not right. The, the archives doesn't bother me as much as, as the four... Because I, I have strategies for how I manage my Twitter. And, and I, I believe that there are a very large percentage of people out there who will make the decision, do I follow at GSPN yeah. based upon what I see on this profile page? Yeah, and I, and I and can't I agree see, with us not having any control over it. And if I see a picture of poop on the profile page, <laughs> I, matter of fact, you know what? Matter of fact, I'm going, I'm, I, I've just decided. You know, if I see I'm, a picture of poop, I'm unfollowing you. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't that think should, I'm, that should be the title. Exactly, exactly. So, well, I'm going, I'm going right now. I'm deleting the poop, the poop picture. And I'd like to know if that actually works. What do you mean? If you if you deleting it, I'm going to your profile. I'm deleting the tweet. Yeah, I'm deleting. If you delete the, tw- the tweet. Will that thing go away? Yeah, and so I don't even know what these. Um, do, 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 do. I'm going to leave that one. So now I am going to refresh, and uh, it's not gone. Uh, let me maybe if I, I don't could, see it. Was it one of the first four? Yeah, it was. It's not showing up for me. So I, I am deleting the tweet and it's not showing it deleted. So uh, now what I'm, I'm okay, wondering if now, it is gone now. So now okay. let me go to my profile. Now that I have officially seen that it, no, it's still there. So I'm going to hit refresh. I'm wondering if it's caching. Yeah, it's because I hadn't gone yet until you deleted it. And then I went and it's gone. I never saw it. So what's the first picture you see right now on the left hand side? I see. It's not showing it. Lost pounds in such and such days. Yeah, see, I had deleted like, that one as well. Oh, okay, there. It should that one should even be gone. The now. next one I see is you or a screen capture of uh, uh, of a video. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, it it is confirmed. It takes a couple minutes once you delete a tweet for him to for it to update on your profile page. But it does. And now I have four pictures that are, you know, they're, they're fair enough. I, I, I'll, I'll I have no problem with it. Yeah. But but man, I, I tell you, from now on, I take a picture. Uh, it's like, do I want this to be on my profile page for the next couple of days or weeks? Yeah, that's that's what I'll have to dis- decide when when I take a picture. I, I'm going to have to strategically think it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I'll share this one. Because it's one thing to have the image show up in the context of a tweet. It's another to have it show up like you chose it to represent you. Exactly. Your profile. And that's just not the way it should be. You know, and, and Facebook's the same way. Although with Facebook, at least I can go in and say, 
don't display this one. Don't display Ever. this one. Yeah. Don't display this one. You know, and, and if you go to my Facebook profile, it's it's always the same pictures, you know, because every time I add a new picture or somebody tags me in a picture, I go and remove it off of this page. And, and I strategically have placed the pictures that I have placed at the top of my Facebook profile. Yeah. You know, and, and so anyway, I don't like I don't like Twitter's uh, new integration of of the photos in the in the profile page. No. All right. Clout adds YouTube and other stuff to its scoring system. So I have added my YouTube account, which, by the way, speaking of YouTube account, you know, I'm thinking about getting rid of my YouTube.com slash podcast answer man account again. What? I am, you know, cause, because I still I'm stuck at, you know, 15 minutes there. And, oh, yeah. And, and well, I have unlimited everything on my regular account, my Cliff EOTC account. And so I'm not posting anything new over to can, Podcast Answer can, Man. Is there a way to switch that? No. Is there, I mean, it's a long drawn out process or is it just? No, there's no way to switch it that I'm aware of. Why do you have it? Why do you have unlimited on the one? Be, uh, I got unlimited on the one uh, because of the number of videos, the number of views, and a bunch of other things. The the length oh, of time well then, I've been there. Then I say, then I say I don't know. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, <laughs> I, I think it makes sense. Like I think in some senses it makes sense to go ahead and all right, let's just plow through and yeah, put tons of videos out there on podcast answer man. Yeah, fifteen minutes or less though, and it's like right. How long do I keep doing that before I just, you know, because there, it, it, there is no thing out There's there that tells me, hit, you know, if, if they say, hey, you need, you know, you, you need 40 videos and you need at least 15 videos that have 2,500 views or more. You give me that and by golly, I will achieve it. Yeah. Once you have a goal. Yeah. It's, but you can just set not, it and achieve it. But just not knowing what the algorithm is before they take away my 15 minute limit. I, I don't know. I, I'm in the dark. And so I don't know. And of course, deleting, you know, of course, I, I already have those videos on podcast, you know, the podcast answer when answer man when uh, already embedded on sites and all this other stuff. So, you know, part of me is just saying, you know what, I'm just going to up, maybe I'll just upload a video to podcast answer man and say, you know what, I, I started this YouTube video channel for this. And this is why right now I'm abandoning it, abandoning it. And if you want to get my video updates, go over to youtube.com slash cliff EOTC. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, and, you know, these, these are the little things that frustrate me, frustrate me. You know, this could com be completely avoided if I could just go into my YouTube settings and change my vanity URL. Oh yeah. Or yeah. if I could transfer my existing YouTube over to another YouTube user ID name. You know, it, it, I just, it, it frustrates me. Ah, anyway, this, this episode, it frustrates me. I hear you. <laughs> anyway, clout. Back yeah, to, so back YouTube, to is, YouTube was added to, here's the thing. Clout, that we haven't talked about it in a little while. They had added, um, let's see here. I'm actually going to pull up my clout because I don't check it every day. Um, no, because I don't. Um, let's see. They they had originally it was Twitter, and Facebook, LinkedIn. They added Foursquare, and they added YouTube. Then on their one year anniversary, I think it was one year, which was a few weeks ago, 
They added Instagram, Tumblr, Blogger, Last.fm, and Flickr. So now all 10 of those different accounts can factor in yeah. to your cloud. Um, so choose. Yeah, and, and Blogger's on there, but I mean, well, of course, it's a Google service, but right. uh, t- you got Tumblr and Blogger, but what about what about those of us who run our own WordPress blogs. We don't right. use Tumblr. We don't use Blogger. We have our own WordPress. Why, they need to have FeedBurner in there. FeedBurner would be could be one, but uh, not just FeedBurner, but just some kind of plugin. It's the other a, one, a clout plugin or something like that that would track the number. Or you yeah, know, how about Google Analytics? There you go. That's what they should plug in. They should give me the ability to put my Google Analytics in there. I'm looking for here. Oh, Connect Networks. Here we go. They're going to add Google Plus, and they're also going to add Facebook pages. Yeah. Quora, Yelp, Posterous, and WordPress soon. Uh, but I bet you it'll be WordPress.com. It's WordPress.com, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, so, it, it, it's basically, it's all the services that if you were not influential, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean I, here's they, the thing it, you can't, you could get away. I mean, you don't need to go sign up for all of these. To raise your clout, because I can tell you what, it's not going to do it. Because here's why. If you're not very influential on one and you add it, it's not going to take your score down. They're still going to just mainly factor in the one or two that you're the most active or influential on. At least now, anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, and again, I mean, the, here's the deal. I don't, I don't foresee myself ever needing to want to go out and get a job and stuff like that. And it doesn't really bother me. But I'm, when, I, when I think about this stuff, I think about the people who are out there right now who their next job is going to be either, you know, some kind of social, social, ah, social media job or, or they want to do something where they're going to have public relations and, or maybe they're in marketing for a product or a service. And, and I, I believe clout's getting more and more attention and more and more stuff to where I, I think an employer is going to look at your clout score. And, and I, I, think I, I, I just don't like it. Um, but then again, I, I was listening to Dan Miller's podcast and he was talking about, you know, an employer, you know, uh, basically doing, deciding to interview somebody over lunch. And when the interviewee comes in, he's like, I'll tell you what, uh, do you mind if we take your car? And the reason why they do that is so that they can actually see what your car looks like oh. because they, you know, and, and while it doesn't seem fair or anything like that, but the truth is, is that, you know, the, the way a person's car looks, you know, the, the way they keep their car says a lot about them. And, uh. and you might say, well, that's unfair. This isn't my car or the wife. This is, I'm driving my wife's car and this is, you know, it, it's still, it, it's, it's not fair, but it's the way people judge you is some of these are some of these ways. Well, there's even the, the Dave Ramsey thing where he, they'll interview somebody for a while, and when it gets near the final interviews and you seem to click, they have your wife come in. And if your relationship with your wife appears to be kind of, you know, crazy, <laughs> they don't want you to bring that crazy into work. That's right. Yeah. So it's a factor. Yeah, you're, you're breaking up pretty bad right now, Aaron. Oh, sorry. That's fine. Um, let's see. Cheryl's in the uh, chat room. She says, I actually interviewed for a job where they really value your CLAT score. Uh, it was an entry level position. That was so ridiculous. Oh, geez. Was it an entry level for like social media or, or what? I don't know. But by the way, your, your audio is perfect again now. So weird. Uh, 
Yeah. Okay. So yes, social media. I mean, I I can see. I mean, I can see that though. That's I, I kind of valid see, in some senses. Yeah. You know. I I don't know. I, I have a love. It hate. shows you know that you're. It shows that you at least know enough to know what you're doing. Yeah. You know. I have a love, not hate relationship. Or wait, no. A a hate not love relationship with clout. I I think that they provide a good service, but I don't know why I care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It doesn't. It's not. Cloud's it's never going to matter. It's it's ego. You know, and and, and people can say bad, all the bad things about it. You know, Leo Laporte had a huge head. I mean, he he got caught up into it more than anybody with the Twitter thing. You know, yeah. the number of followers. It's like I hate Twitter. Blah 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 blah. Because all of a sudden, you know, they started doing the promoted, you know, recommended tweets, and he wasn't at the top anymore. And so he hated Twitter for a while and then he loved Twitter and he started promoting people and begging people to follow him and he gets all these people to follow him. And then all of a sudden it just drop of the hat. He hates it again and, and stuff like that. And, and it is, you know, I think a, a lot of us and, you know, some of us probably aren't afraid to, uh, to admit it, but I admit it for me, sometimes it's a little bit of an ego boost to see, you know, that my clout score has gone up or that my Twitter following goes up. You know, and, and while I agree that, yes, a, a bit of it is ego, um, there's a bit of strategy and marketing behind wanting to see my stuff grow. So, for example, Clout, I know there's a ton of people who are using Clout and they use the Clout plugin, you know, and the Clout plugin will show you the Clout scores of everybody you follow when you're signed into Twitter.com. So if you have this plugin or the, you know, the... um uh, add-on or extension, depending on what browser you're using, um, it, it it shows it'll show you my clout score when you see my when you see my tweets, and that communicates something about me. And even if I don't use the clout plugin myself, if you do, I want my clout to look good. I want to I want to have a high number because strategically, yes, ego is a part of it, but strategically, I think that you could potentially make a decision whether or not you follow me not just based on whether or not there is or is not a picture of poop on my profile page but my my profile number as well or my clout number as well as there and that that's yep. it, you, if you have the plug in plugged in you can't tell me it does not affect you when you look at people that's true so anyway i don't know i i i follow clout and i care about clout because strategically it's important to me, but also I, I think that, you know, because strategically I'm concerned about it, I also have a bit of an ego uh, issue tied to cloud as well. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is, if you just put it out of mind and just do your best yeah, on your stuff you're doing, it'll go up or not Yeah. based on what you do. And so just do what you do and do it well. Uh, speaking of followers, uh, I, I noticed that uh, this is an older story now, but Obama lost 36,000 Twitter followers in like over a 24-hour period of time with yeah. his recommendation of use your Twitter clout, if you will, your influence uh, with people and let's use this pound compromise campaign. And they like just tweeted tons and tons of tweets with pound cap compromise with all these People, if you're from here, you know, contact this person. If you're from here, contact this person. And they just, they just, I mean, they just slammed their Twitter stream and their Twitter followers with tons and tons of stuff. 
And for all of those people who were excited that Obama is going to start tweeting, well, guess what? It, that wasn't Obama. It was somebody else, and they lost 36,000 followers. Yeah, there's a graph here that shows the time of each tweet. And from the course of about 10 a.m. to about 2.50 p.m., and really it looks like, I mean, if I had to, I'm not going to count them all, but it looks like 20, 20 to 25 tweets in that time frame. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, if you're following and you keep seeing these tweets come through, it's like, uh-uh, spam, un, unfollow. Yeah. Well, the, and, and that's, that's a word to a word of caution out there. My per, here, here's my personal word of caution. Uh, if you can avoid it, um, unless it's at replies and stuff like that, my own personal feeling is that I never, if, if I'm strategically trying to build and maintain a following, especially for a brand like hunger games pod, I'll, I'll take it away from my, anything personally tied to me. Um, although I know that Hunger Games Pod is personally tied, but it's it's specifically that's a that is a marketing Twitter ID for me. There's no if ands buts or abouts it. it. It it is not meant to be personal. It's meant to market the podcast and get people out there. I I I, st- I tweet um, status updates that say we've got a new podcast episode that's just been released, or I will tweet out news related to Hunger Games, and I have that all buffered out and buffer. Mm-hmm. So, but here, if, if I were, if I were building a brand on Twitter, I would never send out a brand new tweet more than once every 30 minutes and never more than five tweets in a day because I'm, I'm, I'm using some Twitter tools. We talked about them last week that, that kind of help you weed out some of the people that you follow to kind of, uh, you know, gain a little bit more serenity and stuff like that. And uh, one of the filters is, you know, talkative. And it says, you know, what does talkative mean? That means there's more than five tweets in a day. And so, and, and by the, by, and, and it's real simple. They give you these little tiny icons and you can just, you know, kind of uh, hover over, you know, just draw a line with your mouse over top all of them. And you click unfollow these 100 people and boom, anybody in that list that, that on average tweets, you know, more than, five times a day, boom, they're gone within with one click of a button and you could be inside of that list for somebody. Yeah. So just to give you something to think about. Anything else? I think we, we covered a lot today. We covered a lot. My goodness. Wow. So much fun. All right. Well, anyway, my friends, that is going to... Uh, wrap it up for this week's episode of social media serenity you can follow eric over on twitter twitter.com slash eric j fisher that's eric with a k the letter j f-i-s-h-e-r anything else you want to promote eric no i think that's it all right you can follow me on twitter if you want gspn is the twitter id or if you are daring i i'm warning right now uh make sure you read the bio twitter.com slash gspn underscore extreme anyway we'll be back again next week if you want to help support the content and community of gspn.tv please consider becoming a plus member information is over at gspn.tv slash plus until next time we encourage you to join the community Mm -hmm.